This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Everybody feel all right today? Amen. It's just good to feel good. Amen. I was preparing last week to say something special and specifically today, but it got changed. Amen. And God can do that. Amen. And 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 he changed some things. So let me, what I would have said wouldn't fit. Not now, amen. But what I will say is this, that we serve a God that does what he wants to do. He's sovereign. And he doesn't need our voice a vote of confidence because he's God all by himself. And he knows what we have need of even before we ask. Amen. Amen. Let me get out of the way. I want you to pray with me just for a few minutes. Amen. If you open your Bible to Acts, the third chapter, if you will. Acts, the third chapter. Acts, the third chapter. Amen. I want to read in your hearing from that third chapter of the book of Acts. Amen. The first ten verses. And these are the words that you will find. If you don't mind standing, certainly we will honor, amen, the word of God in reading. Verse 1 says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that enter into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask an alms. And Peter fastened his eyes, upon him with John and looked on and said look on us and he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them then Peter said shivering gold have I none but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet anchored an ankle bone received strength and he be, and he leaping up stood walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God and all the people saw him walking and praising God and they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were Filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. 
You may be seated. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Say it one more time. And if you love the Lord, say it just a little louder. Amen. I want to talk today from this thought. If you don't mind, look at your neighbor if you can, if you will. Amen. If you don't like them, go get one you do. And then repeat these words after me while you look at them, while you hold their hand and say to them the next step. That's all I want to talk about, the next step. Amen. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, it is a blessing that has been stated several times, amen, since we started this service today. It's been said several times, amen, that our God is a good God and gave a few amen adjectives as how we describe him by saying he is good. Not only did we say he is good, but he is holy. And I heard Brother Baskin when he said not only that, but he is consistent. So who would not serve a God like that? I would not have a God that if when I got sick, that he couldn't heal me. I wouldn't have a God that if I was in jail, he could not come visit me, nor open doors that I could walk out. I wouldn't have a God that when I'm lonely, he couldn't comfort me. I wouldn't have a God that when I was down, he could not raise me up. My brothers and sisters, we're living in difficult times. We're living, amen, in chaotic times. We're living in, amen, times when it is so uncertain about everything, everywhere, and almost everybody. This text today, amen, as I want to hurry on, gives me three areas I like to highlight with you today. Verse 1 through 3, amen, if not here, where? In verse 4 through 7, if not them, if not them, who? And then verses 8 to 10, if not now, when? Amen. Whether you realize it or not, or we realize it or not, every single day is filled with decisions. Can I get a witness in here? Amen. It starts off, one of the decisions is, am I going to get up? Or when I'm going to get up? Amen. I think I'll stay here a little while longer. Amen. All day long, we make decisions without thinking. Come on, talk to me. Well, we're so accustomed and so used to it until we take a lot of things for granted. Can I get a witness in here? But we, we know the scripture teaches us in him we live, in him we move. And in him we have our being. In other words, without him, we could do nothing. Come on, talk to me. So again, when we realize that our day is filled with decision, we must open our day, amen, with prayer. For the Bible declared that men ought to always pray and not faint. The old church would say it like this, amen, prayer changes things, amen. They, they believed in prayer, amen, and one of the least attended services in church 
is when you call a prayer meeting. Come on, talk to me, somebody. The old folks realized they couldn't make it without prayer. They understood that prayer was a honest, heart, sincere, amen, communication with and to God for God to do what God have been doing for us, keeping us in spite of ourselves. So what is the next step? What does this have to do? Here is a man, amen, as the scripture says, amen, he was lame from his mother's womb. Come on, talk to me. Amen. Who was laid consistently every day at the gate called Beautiful there in front of the temple. He was at the right place. He was there with the right people. But it seemed as if to me that people got tired of this young man. Come on, talk to me. They got tired of him and you would just walk by him because you know how us do. We say all they want is money. Amen. And if God have blessed you with money, it could be a test of you as to how you spend and use your money. Amen. To be a good steward over what God have blessed you with will open doors for more blessings to come to you. But if we don't use it wisely and godly, then you might soon run out of means to be able to even help your own self. This Bible says here in verse 1, 2, and 3, it said, Now Peter and John, amen, went up together uh, in, into uh, the temple at the hour of prayer. I wonder how many of us have an hour of prayer. It's, this is not talking about a prayer an hour long, but it's talking about a moment, amen, a place and a time that when your knees automatically start bending because it's prayer time. Can I get a witness in here? And your, your, your conscious uh, uh, registers the fact, amen, that it's time to have a little talk with Jesus. It may not be your child. It may not be mine. It might not be in your community. It might not even be in your state. But when you look across the water, you see in Gaza, you see, amen, bombs flying and, and, and shooting and killing and murdering and all kind of negative, amen, things that deal with humankind. The, the problem may be or the question may be them, not us. But why not us? I wish they had some help up in here. You got to understand, amen, tomorrow is not promised. Not to any one of us. But we got to understand that these men, amen, was going to a prayer meeting. But if you notice, this is the third chapter of Acts. The Holy Ghost fell and the church was birthed in chapter 2. Can I get me some help here? These men had been speaking in tongue. They had been, amen, uh, uh, giving God praise and giving God thanks. Like three o'clock in the morning. Now it is the ninth hour, which suggests they really hadn't had much sleep. But they yet believed in prayer. The decision was made. So here it is. They said, and Peter and John went up together. You ought to have a prayer partner. 
Y'all missed that one now. It may, not, it may not be John, it may not be Peter, but you ought to have a prayer partner. Somebody that even when you can't say our father, can say our father on behalf of the team. Because I want you to know that when two or three get together, Jesus have a way of just showing up. Kind of get me a witness in here. And I want you to know if Jesus is not on it or in it or around it and for it, then you're just talking loud and ain't saying nothing. This is what this man said. Amen. Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And verse 2 says, And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, had never walked. Can I get me some help here? This man had never walked, but look where he was. He was at the church. Hmm? There are some people, amen, who got three or four cars and don't get to the church. Some even have helicopters, amen, and jets, amen, and still don't make it to the church. I come by tonight to tell you that when there is a will, there is a way. If you want to be there, it doesn't matter what your reason for wanting to be there. If you can just get here, it gives God an opportunity to speak a word to your spirit. Said this man was lame from his mother's womb who carried him. He had some people that would carry him. The Bible said daily. I don't know whether the same people or not, but he was the same man every day. In other words, he had a system or some friends that would take him, amen, to the temple, which is called beautiful. This man had an ugly situation, but he figured if I can stay around beauty, Y'all going to help me in a minute. If I can stay around something that is positive, if I can stay around something that is right, if I can stay around something that is real, sooner or later, God may have some mercy on me. This is verse 1, 2, and 3. If not here where the man was outside of the temple and he was not on the inside. Well, the Bible says here in verse 3, who seeing a man, Peter and John, about to go into the temple to ask of alms. Well, the Bible declared that he had a man, his speech ready. He had Amen. His, 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 his message read it that he knew what he wanted, amen, from Peter and John or whoever would pass by. It just so happened two holy men showed up. Amen. I want to know how many times when we come to Mount Pleasant, how many holy men show up in here? How many holy women show up in here? Or is it just the pews and if it's just, amen, the windows, amen, and all other kind of things. But if we are to be holy like the Bible called for us to be holy, you got to have a prayer life. Amen. So this is, this is, this is, amen, if not where, if not here, where. If you're going to give God anything, if you don't give it to him here, where you going to do it? Your house ought to be a place of prayer. You ought to have a room. You ought to have a corner. You ought to have a chair. You ought to have a place somewhere, even if it's in the doghouse. I wish I had a witness in here. If that's where you can get a prayer through, then pray there in the doghouse. Because one thing is not going to stay there if you pray right. 
prayer won't stay there. If you're still in the doghouse, she may not believe that you've been praying, but you better pray your way out because something we get ourselves in is going to take prayer to get us out. Let's see what the next step is here. The Bible says here, amen, I'll look at verse 2 once again. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb would carry whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask of alms of them that enter into the temple. I don't know how much he was, amen, receiving on a daily basis. I don't know. That doesn't matter. It's not my business. If he was able to ask, at least he had part of the divine question that Jesus said. He gave it to us. He said, now ask and you shall receive. Then he said, seek ye shall find. Then he says, knock and the door shall be open. He didn't say you had to be at church to ask. He didn't say where you had to be, amen, when you asked. But I want you to know when there is a need in your life, you got to figure out, amen, where, amen, you want to be when you ask God for some help. Amen. One writer said, I will look to the hills from where cometh my help. All of my help, it comes from the Lord. And I don't know how y'all feel about it on this, amen, fifth Sunday morning that you need to have, amen, a belief in your spirit that whatever you ask in Jesus' name, he'll give it to you. I, I believe there are some Mount Pleasant believers in here that have trusted him, tried him, and believed him. And I heard you said, amen, Reverend Baskin, that he came right on time. And I don't believe that just you the only one that can say he's an on-time God. I believe there's some in the choir who can say he's an on-time God. I believe that some in this deacon ministry can say he's an on-time God. I believe as some in this audience will stand up and tell you, say, look, amen, I trusted him and he came through, amen, right in the nick of time. Well, this text today, and I get tagged it with, amen, the next step. Well, uh, when I look at it, amen, uh, 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 Adam was the only man that was created that was able to walk when he got here. Now, that wasn't deep. That was just the truth. You just never thought of it. Can I get a witness in here? Eve was the only woman that when she got here, she was able to walk. Can I get a witness in here? Everybody after Adam and Eve that was birthed and brought into this world, amen, did not know how to walk when they got here. Amen. So that means this. We got to take a lesson from the babies. Yet let the church say amen. Because babies, amen, they crawl before they walk. Can I get me a witness in here? Man, this is the problem. But the baby is not crawling because that is the destiny, amen, of where the baby is in terms of transportation or being mobile. That baby is watching somebody that's walking. Can I get me a witness in here? And the baby wants to be like somebody that's walking. The baby got sense enough. You can't say it at that age, but they got sense enough to know if, if, if they're up and I'm down, something wrong. Can I get a witness in here? 
If they can move, amen, from place to place, something wrong. Why do I have to crawl on my knees to get to where I'm going? Well, the baby is formulate in his mind, amen, one day I'm going to get up from crawling. And then I'm going to have the ability to walk. Can I get me a witness in there? Now, there's a danger in, amen, getting up from crawling. There's a danger in getting up from crawling because you cannot allow the fear of falling, amen, to paralyze you from getting up from your fall. That's what's wrong with the church right now because we don't want to fall, but let me tell you something, nothing beat a failure like a try. But let me put it in a godly way, nothing beat a failure like a trust. Because if you will trust in the Lord and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all of your little ways you acknowledge the Lord, he will direct your path. Can I get me a witness in here? Look at your neighbor and tell him, say, next step. It's tired. It's, you ought to be tired of just being a man status quo. You just the same thing every day, the same thing every time. You're going to tell me that when I look in the Bible, and especially in the book of Revelation, there are 24, amen, uh, thrones that surround, amen, the throne of God. And there are men and angels that are housed there and all day. And all night, they give God some praise. I wish I had a witness in there. Why? Because every time they raise up, they see something about God they hadn't seen before. And I want you to know if God brought you from your house to his house today, I guarantee you if you open up your mind and open up your eyes, you will see something you hadn't seen before. That's the reason why you got to learn how not to be afraid of your next step. You got in your mind that you want to be this, you want to be that. So that baby teaches us one thing, that if you fall, you can get back up. And that's what I want to leave with, amen, Mount Pleasant today, amen. If you're not going to do it here, then where you going to do it? Many of you been in church, in this church, amen, over 30-some years and still crawling. Y'all didn't help me, but I said what I said. How do I know you're still crawling? Because you, you, you're still quiet. You still don't raise your hand. You, you won't run. You won't leap. You won't holler. You won't give him a praise. You don't tell him thank you. you just in and out. But I want you to know if God be for you, he's more than the world against you. Sure, you had some hills to climb, some, some valleys that you had to, amen, trod, or some rivers you had to crawl. But I want you to know through it all, God has brought you safe. That's why one writer said, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amen. You and I both once was lost, was blind, but now I see. The, the writer went on and said, the consecrated cross that I bear till death shall set me free. Then I'll go home. I got a crown I'm going to wear, but there is a cross for me. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but the God that we serve want to know if you're not going to praise him here, then where? Let us just say amen. 
Well, I want you to know, amen, you know there's a saying that a thousand miles, amen, a, a, a journey of a thousand miles start with one step. In other words, you'll never get where you are going until you got sense enough to leave from where you are. Come on, talk to me, somebody. You got to be willing to put one foot in front of the other. Now, the next step simply suggests this. You can't walk with one foot. Y'all missed that one, didn't you? Amen. I say you can't walk with one foot. Amen. Because in order to walk, one got to balance you while the other one is moving. And this is what I'm trying to get you to see. The fact of the matter is that one foot got to always be on ground. Amen. I said one of them got to always be on ground. Because if one of them is not always on ground, if you're moving, you're running. Come on, talk to me, somebody. So here it is. You got to be willing to make the next step. Fear is a paralyzer. Fear will cause you not to want to move, cause you to be satisfied right where you are. But I want you to know there are higher heights, and then there are deeper depths. There are things that God have in store for his people. So my brothers and sisters, if you just hold on to God's unchanging hand, and then be willing to give him thanks and be discontented with where you are. That lame man was discontented. That lame man, a man had made up in his mind, I'm going to the church house and maybe one day somebody will invite me in. Look at what he said here in verse 2 again. That certain man lame from his mother's womb were carried whom they led daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to be asked of alms of them that enter in. And, amen, and the Bible said, amen, who's seeing Peter? He saw something on Peter. I wish I had a witness in there. He saw something about John. I told you it was just right after the day of Pentecost. And you're going to tell me if you can shout on Sunday morning. And by the time you get home, you cold, something wrong with you. If you can shout, amen, at 11 o'clock, 10 or 11 o'clock here at Mount Pleasant, and by the time you get to the next red light, you're giving somebody, you know, a sign with your finger. Amen. If by the time you leave Mount Pleasant after the choir sang, deacons pray, preachers preach, you, amen, have waved your hand, and yet and still when you see one another in the grocery store, you rather run over to the, another eye like you don't see them. I come by tonight to tell you God loves true worshipers. And those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Verse 4 says, And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on up. And I don't know how y'all feel, but you ought to be willing to invite your own self to tell somebody who's less fortunate than you. Amen, to look on us. Why would you look on us? Because, amen, we're the only ones here. And if you don't have, as it is in verse 4 through 7, if not them, then who? Who would this man going to call on if he didn't call on Peter and John? Who would this man, amen? But the Bible seems as if it tells us that he picked out Peter and John. And I believe because he felt some anointing from the day of Pentecost. 
Well, my brothers and sisters, if you've been with Jesus, there ought to be something that walk like him. You've been with Jesus, there ought to be some talk that talk like him. You've been with Jesus, there ought to be an attitude that's just like him. And if you, amen, been around him, you are not mind that folk know you're a child of God. And so it is today as I hurry on to a close, verse Amen. Four and Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John and said, Look on us. The Bible declared, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And then Peter, amen, said, Silver and gold have I none. Amen. But such as I have, give, amen, I thee, amen, uh, in the name of Jesus. Amen to you because you're sitting here asking, amen, for arms. But I got something better than that. And I don't know how y'all feel about it. Amen. It's all right to tell your neighbors thank you. It's all right to tell some people, amen, how good the Lord have been to you. But I love to see it, amen, when Peter and John said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Well, that man had never heard anybody tell him to get up and walk. And all oh, my brothers and sisters, if you open your mouth and let God speak through your mouth, you'll be surprised how many people that's in your orbit will get up and start walking. Because the Lord is good to each one of us. And if there were any witnesses in here, I want you to know if you don't do it, amen, among your brothers and sisters, then what are you waiting on, amen, to let God have his way? You go, and I know that the way, man, we got a saying around our black churches that we know that when praises go up, then blessing will come down. We know, amen, that if we give God, we'll give it back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and then running over. We also know you can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. I tried to tell y'all, if not here, then where you gonna do it? If not, amen, the folks you with now, who you gonna do it with? Amen, and don't you know that Mount Pleasant is a holy family? It is children of the King of King and Lord of Lords. And since y'all don't want to help me preach, I got to make up my mind to do it by myself. And the only thing I'm trying to tell you is that one can chase a thousand. Two could put 10,000 to flight. And I left home this morning to come to Mount Pleasant for one objective. And that is to lift Jesus up. I don't know what y'all come to do, but I came up I 20 all the way. Got there on the 75 and off on University Avenue. Came on down the John Burn Road and turned on Melton Avenue. And I came up in here with one objective, and that wasn't how much money we're gonna raise. <laughs> Not how many people gonna sing and shout, 
but I came because Jesus gave us, amen, a mandate that if you lift me up, I'll draw all men. Can I get me a witness in here? And I'm getting ready to leave, but eight, verse 8 says, and the man, amen, started leaping, stood, and then he was walking. Let the church say amen. And not only did he start leaping, then he stood up and started walking. He went on in the church house. Let the church say yes. And then he was walking and leaping and praising God. The only thing I'm trying to tell you, next step, after the Lord has been good to you, it ought not that I'm going to run and tell mama what the Lord have done. But the Bible give us the next step. The man started leaping, stood up on his feet, and then he started walking and entering into the house of prayer. And the Bible said in verse 8, praising God. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I come to tell you that praises God inhabit the praises of his people. And if you got to pray, you better get it out. If you got to run it out, get it out of your feet. If you got to jump it out, then get it out of your feet. And if you have to holler it out, then you better make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I tried to tell you, if not here, where? And if not them, who? But I want to know, if not now, when you going to give him praise? God, when you stop and think about the goodness of God and all that he done for you, something on the inside ought to be like fire that shut up in your bones. Let the church say yes. And if you ain't too mean, you ought to tell somebody now is the acceptable time of you for salvation because Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything, you ought to tell your neighbor we come this far by faith that we will lean in it on the everlasting arms. Let the church say yes. My next step is that out of all the food he give me to eat, out of all the clothes he give me to wear, got a roof over my head, a car to ride in, two or three dollars in my pocket, my eyes still see, my mouth still talk, my ears still hear, I wish I had a witness. Ain't God all right? Anybody in here know that God all right? You ought to tell your neighbor my next step here to give God some praise. My next step here, put my hands together. My next step here to let the world know that I am a child of God. I heard when the scripture said, by way of a hymn, must Jesus bear the cross along, and all of the world go free. Shake your neighbor's hand 
and tell your neighbor we come this far by faith and I don't know about y'all tonight but every time I think about the goodness of what the Lord have done for me my soul Christ, thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Ain't no mountain too high for me to give God a prayer. I wish I had somebody up in this room that got a prayer about what the Lord have done for you. This lame man ain't lame no more. This broke man ain't broke no more. Because when you praise him, the Lord will come right beside you. Yes, he will. He'll put running in your feet. He'll put clapping in your hand. I got a quote. Look at somebody. Says I'm next step here. Let somebody know this little light of mine. I'm gonna let my little light shine round my neighbor, round my neighbor, round my neighbor door. I'm gonna let it shine. I wish I had a witness. Anybody up there gotta pray on your lips, gotta pray in your hand, gotta pray in your mouth. And if you gotta pray, you better get it out, uh, because tomorrow is not promised. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, so all we got uh, is right now. Yesterday gone, tomorrow ain't promised. You ought to praise him right now. The Lord is so good. Yes, he is all right. Do you know him? Have you tried him? If you know he's all right, one more time, tell your neighbor, yeah, to tell your neighbor, I'm so glad that trouble don't last, not always. Can't you see that lame man ain't lame no more? He's leaping. He's running, he's jumping, he wants you to know what I was, I ain't no more. Where I been, I ain't no more. And the joy, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. And you're all right, do y'all know I'm in the witnesses? up in here to my next step uh, is to tell the Lord my father I stretch uh, my hand under thee no other help uh, that I know if thou withdraw thyself away from me I don't know where to go but hold me with that arm Rock me in the arm. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yeah! Say yeah!
there ought to be some response when the Lord had done something for you. I said, there ought to be some respond when the Lord do something for you. That lame man said, I ain't lame no more. I wish I had a witness in here. Anybody know Jesus? Anybody know Jesus? If you ain't too mean, take your neighbor by the hand. Look him in the eye and say, I know Jesus. I, I know Jesus. He died on your Calvary mountain. He died for all of my sin. They buried him, but early one Sunday morning, he got up, got up. With all power. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.